I was recently able to speak with three Minnesota State University alumni who were recognized by the Alumni Association for achievements in their careers. Each comes from a different background, but all have dedicated their time to helping others. Danielle Duffy, the Assistant Director of Alumni Relations, explains the importance of recognizing alumni. You know, history, so um, the Alumni Association actually has started in the 1800s. We were learning about this, and so it's almost 150 years old. And so just over time, the ways to get involved evolve. So it's a lot of fun to see and hear about their student experience and then where it led them to now. I spoke with each of the alumni to share their stories. The first person I spoke with was Aaron Holm. In 2007, he was assisting a co-worker along the highway when he was struck by a car. As a result of his injuries, he underwent a double amputation below the knee. Almost immediately, he began his road to recovery. As time went on, he discovered he could use his experiences and connections to empower amputees and educate others. So, in 2008, he founded the nonprofit Wiggle Your Toes. Emails from individuals that had suffered a setback similar to mine, asking a lot of questions, and I, I realized at that point that um, not everybody has the support system that I had, that my family had, or that my family incorporated into my recovery. So. We started giving back through my story and, and allowing others to see what is possible post limb loss. So that was ultimately the inception or the incorporation of what is now Wiggle Your Toes, a nonprofit organization that supports the limb loss and limb difference community. We help today. Kind of Holm continues to be involved with his alma mater. One is sensitivity to disabilities, I believe it's called. And the other one is a nursing course where I go in and kind of show them what I call the patient journey, an individual that uh, could happen to anybody, right? Suffered this, this tremendous setback and how I overcame um, this setback working with my family and my friends. After turning down offers to play sled hockey for the first two years of his recovery, he eventually gave in. One afternoon, there was a, a tournament in town. I went out and checked it out. And then the following week, I went out and actually got into a sled and uh, started playing, just practicing sled hockey, trying to get a feel for it. A week later, I was playing in a major tournament in Chicago uh, with a lot of Paralympic athletes against a lot of Paralympic athletes. And I had absolutely no business being out there, but I, I stuck with it. Um, I, I played for about seven years, ultimately playing for the, the Minnesota Wild sled hockey team. We traveled uh, nationally to compete in, in, in a bunch of different tournaments and a bunch of different markets with uh, uh, several different teams. So the next alumnus I had a chance to talk with was David Backus. He recently retired after a 15-year professional hockey career in the NHL with the St. Louis Blues, Boston Bruins, and Anaheim Ducks. He also represented the United States in two Olympics. Yeah, you know, Olympic level was something I never thought I'd have the opportunity to do. So to, to be able to do it twice, to win a silver medal in 2010, that tournament was just such an awesome tournament and some of the funnest hockey I ever got to play and to wear the red, white, and blue and represent us, you know, in Canadian soil, overtime game to lose a gold medal. Just a lot of, you know, a lot of great memories and just very humble to be part of that. And then to go to Sochi and represent our country again and just amazing memories and to have our- Bacchus now focuses on the nonprofit Athletes for Animals, which he founded with his wife, Kelly, in 2013. 
2013, we, we started Athletes for Animals to increase our reach and our impact on the animal welfare front. And to date, we've raised over a million dollars and granted that out to organizations to help them and, and helped a lot of athletes uh, leverage their platform to, to do good in the, in the animal world. It's a, a big passion of both my wife and mine, and uh, we're at it all the time trying to find different ways to help them out. Although his time in Mankato was brief, he reflects on the impact it had on him. College years are always formative. I think you're, you're a young person away from home. You're learning how you're going to, you know, what your character is going to be like and, and learning a lot academically and, and you know, in, in life skills as well. So, um, you know, being there, learning all the, all the things it takes to adult, uh, you know, having some great people around me, some teachers to pour into me. And, uh, you know, obviously the hockey world of, of the Mavericks is... Uh, well storied and, and come a long way even since I was there. So it's, it's a lot of uh, awesome moments that we've had had in that town and, and we're just back there and, you know, never seems to disappoint. Nelsie Yang was the final person I spoke with. In 2019, Yang was elected to the St. Paul City Council, representing Ward 6. At the time, she was just 23 years old, making her the youngest city council member in St. Paul's history, as well as the first Hmong woman in her position. During her time in Mankato, she took an opportunity to study abroad in Thailand. Her experience there inspired her to become more involved in pursuing change. I realized that poverty is actually a global issue and is something that we all have a duty and obligation to eliminating so that everyone can live dignified lives. So that really sparked my interest in doing political work because I wanted to make sure that we had policies that protected workers, that protected families, and that always made sure that people had what they needed to thrive. So when she returned to Minnesota, she began getting involved in local politics. My first campaign ever, which was to get a candidate here in St. Paul reelected, and he actually was the representative for my family because they live in Frogtown. And so even though I was in Mankato, I traveled back and forth from the Twin Cities to Mankato just to be a part of this campaign. And the reason These three alumni recognized a need for change and decided to act. For anyone hoping to make a difference, Yang has this advice. Always believe in yourself and know that you can overcome your fears. It really takes courage to be able to overcome it. And so always find your rock and grounding and figure out what it is that you need to be able to draw forward that courage. I don't think that anything that we do in life at all is easy, but um, if it was easy, then you know everybody can get there. So continue doing your best and being the best version of yourself every day and show courage also. For the Southern Minnesota News Project, I'm Matt Brown.